Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel playing Chad Fleet. K-Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Layla. Waffle playing Tarjax. Uh, so, we have received no fan letters, uh, as we just finished recording an episode moments ago, um, and are doing an unexpected second. Uh, so, who wants to recap what happened last time? The Everything town is a mimic! Or at yeah. least one mimic. The town is mimics! We are being eaten! Yep. yep. I can't tell if these very, are very hungry all, mimic. all one mimic? Or if these are multiple separate mimics in a hive mind of some sort. We, we haven't figured that out. We've mostly just been trying to live. So. Yeah. It's a very, very sticky situation, for sure. And we have, we have one advantage against mimics, and that's mobility. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely. I don't, like that was. I don't like that reaction. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, so last I recall, um, which may already be wrong because I have a garbage memory, um, last I recall, the party was more or less assembled in the tap room of the, of the Mimic Inn. Um, Desmond was being chewed by the bar until it was punched into leaving him alone. Uh, Chet is an air elemental. Falrock and is carrying Terrajux and is at the foot of the stairs, um, which are actively disassembling themselves in an effort to catch him. Leyland is currently being accosted by several pieces of bar furniture. Does that sound correct? Yep. Yeah. 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 Neat. Uh, so I believe it is Desmond's turn. Do I need to make a roll to get out? Uh, you, free. Yeah, his arms free. are free. His legs are still kind of sinking into the floor. So yes, I, I cast grease on myself. That will make this easier. Yes. Yeah. So I my natural uh defense mechanism kicks in and I just cover myself in mucus. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the uh, preferred evolutionary mechanism of hagfish everywhere. That's right. And then I would like to attempt to get free. Okay. Uh, make a strength saving throw with advantage. That is a three and a five, so a four. Question. You also I said that you. when I with what I did earlier there would be something as well. I don't know if that... <laughs> Uh, um, well, at that point, Desmond's arms were still being chewed by the bar. Um, fair enough. They have fair since enough. been released. Uh, so, with the advantage uh, and your grease spell, the DC of that check did lower to five. Um, yeah, but I have a negative one strength. Yeah. <laughs> My god. So, yeah. uh, Desmond just kind of excretes and then uh, is still stuck to the floor. I, I want a quick, quick reload. 
You can't save scum Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this isn't Baldur's Gate 3. Topical. Uh-huh. Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be topical for a very long time. Fair. True. True. Um, okay. Uh, that brings us over to Falrock. Well, it was a good idea, but it's made my idea much more difficult. So instead of going to grab you, Desmond... I'm going to oh, go and try yeah. to uh, to pick up Leyland and put him on my other shoulder, uh, opposite Tarjux. Okay, uh, you will face some challenges here because he is literally glued to two heavy bar tables. Okay, and I can get myself uh, out. <laughs> I'm a strong, yeah. independent shadow elf who don't need no yeah. dwarf. <laughs> this right. isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, it's time to get slippery then. Oh. Uh, I'll I'll I go think... grab Desmond or try to at least. Yeah. Oh no. I uh, uh, make your check. Okay, here I'm going to run up to Desmond and say, "Sit on my shoulder." That way, I'm not really grabbing him so much as moving forward and hoping to scoop him. Maybe you're going to Desmond try and it. like assist right like he can try to grab hold of you too sure yeah okay well here we go a strength yeah. check yeah yep. you can. ah that's only a seven good lord are your dice are all very <laughs> upset with you what did you guys do over the it holiday <laughs> we didn't play D D for too long apparently and my my dice aren't upset at me that's the first poor roll i've had uh yeah uh, desmond is really in there and you're starting to worry that he might never come out yeah i am farak goes in and grabs him like squeezes him a little too hard and grease just goes everywhere <laughs> yeah i oh i go to grab desmond and end up spinning around him like my arm has not moved from his legs i'm just <laughs> he's <yeah>, around he... <laughs> oh god some of it got in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> why do i taste ham uh, do you want oh, the answer to that question <laughs> no why is it citrusy <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, uh, yep. Okay, well that's that's the old action of Rooney. Mm -hmm. I I'm gonna stay near Desmond then, and we'll we'll try again next turn. Okay, yeah, we'll give it another college try later. Uh, so that brings us to Leolin. You have tables stuck to your person. All right, I'm going ethereal again. Oh boy, we're spending resources. Okay, uh, the tables uh, lose their grip on you and kind of snap back to their original position, <coughs> except they've grown lots of dangly bits like a jellyfish uh, from the sides of the tables. So, what, what are you going to do with your etherealness? Do I see Desmond's legs in the, like, within this creature uh or... sure yeah you can see desmond's legs 
What do I see around his legs? Teeth. Okay. And I can't interact with anything while I'm in this. Uh, only I? things that are on the ethereal plane also. Okay. Not can we hear number. or see him? I don't think we can. Can we? He, like, there's a, a ghostly, barely visible Leolin that's kind of shimmering where he was standing. But you can't really interact with him at all, no. Can we hear, we, can we hear him? No. Okay. Okay. I'm going to use this to this opportunity to use all my movement to get to the uh, source where it's the weak spot is. Okay. Uh, so Leyland sinks through the floor. Yep. And I, huh? <laughs> you uh, kind of find yourself in a a largest chamber, and um, there's a big kind of um, it's like a it kind of reminds you of a spider egg sac. Um, mm -hmm. Like the center of this chamber is full of stringy bits of mimic flesh um, encasing this uh, kind of glowing red sort of um, structure that you had observed earlier. And it, it pulsates faintly. Stay ethereal. Is it an action to to go out of that? It's an or... action to become ethereal, um, or a reaction, I guess. Um, but you can either choose to end the effect, or it will expire at the beginning of your next turn. Okay, that's fine. At the beginning of my next turn is fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, to Terrajux. So, um, last time we had been menaced by a lashing from the stairs, and then Farrakh has been lunging across the room, and now I am covered in grease. Yep. Is it is it fairly reasonable to say that I would have a very hard time holding on to a an armful of loose apples in this context? I, I think that would be quite reasonable to say. <laughs> okay. There's I been a so lot of focus on these apples. The, yeah. yeah, I am yeah. so confused and about this. I'm right trying now. to remember if these are like <laughs> apples from Lady Blossom's apple tree. I think they might be, but uh, Terajix will remind us. Terajix will remind us when the moment arrives. <laughs> well, uh, this might be the moment because I presumably I am not able to hold on to all these apples, and they go spilling and slipping and tumbling across the floor, and I go, "Ah, my apples! My delicious apples!" Uh -huh. Um, I I would like to try to use my bonus action here to to really make sure that the mimic or mimics understand how good these apples look because these are not just your average ordinary apples. These are I mean these are beautiful rosy red. If you if you didn't know better, you might even think that Tarajux had maybe been doing a little like makeup touch up work on these apples to make sure that they like. God, you just want to bite into one of these things. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't know, like a deception or cosmos. Apples don't give you an extra level. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> They're that good. I was thinking the um, same thing. Yeah. So the the mimics eat the apples and become super mimics. <laughs> yes. No. That, that's what I'm looking for here. Um, that's a 24 on deception, though. To, to... I I want them to really like understand that I am distraught at the idea that they would secure these apples instead of myself. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, and then, to follow it up, I fire a lightning bolt at the nearest table to the apples, and I say, No! Get away! Uh, so, okay. Roll so your... A dexterity save. Yeah. Uh, roll your damage for the lightning bolt. <laughs> Alright. Uh, DC on that is 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a... Sorry, it's been a hot minute since I've tossed one of these bad boys out. I need to... Get all my d6s in, in an order. Four. Ooh. Oh, hardy. Um, uh, that is going to be 36 lightning damage. Uh, okay. And that's in a, a 100 foot line, and unattended objects are ignited, so. Uh, a whole a whole clown fiesta occurs. <laughs> well, there are fewer flammable objects in the line than you might think, because ninety eight percent of the objects in this town are mimics. All flesh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> but you do hit a lot of mimics with this lightning bolt, so there is that. Um, one of the bar stools just kind of keels over and kind of turns <laughs> smushy. Uh, there's a hole in the wall that you just kind of blasted through that a moment later um, kind of re-knits itself with Ooh, gross. excess of wallpaper? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> and you've heard of drywall, now get ready for wet wall. <laughs> Ooh, no thanks. Is the, um, is the front door to this tavern open? Uh, no. And also, it has eyes and a lot of teeth, and is waiting for you to try and open it. <laughs> okay. Um, how tall is this room? About ten feet. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna stay where I am on Falrock's shoulder. Uh-huh. <laughs> and end my turn. Uh, so your apples land on the floor, <clears throat> and just kind of slowly sink into it. Ah! Oh. Alright. Uh... Now I am indeed ready to reveal that those, one, were apples from the Feywild, two, I am a baron under the power of Queen Aurelia, three, those were not given freely. Uh, what happens <laughs> when you eat Fey fruit belonging to a baron that is not given freely, Joe? Um, <clears throat> you're, you might take uh, a round or two to find out before they actually start digesting the apples, but... Okay, fair. I I see your ploy. I acknowledge your ploy, and okay. there there will likely be uh, results for the this. plan. Yeah. <laughs> Something will happen. Something... I have been holding on to these apples for so long, waiting to trick somebody into eating them. <laughs> All right. Full disclosure: my original thing, if we had seen um, Annabelle Exum a lot more times, I was gonna do a whole like. Bugs Bunny routine of every time we met, I would be eating a regular apple, and then I would kind of like I'd make that part of my thing so that when she eventually defeats me and like snatches the apple out of my hand and takes a bite to like be like ha ha fucking got you, it'd be like Feywild apple bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
What a I, I think that's a long shot at this point, so I, <laughs> I feel comfortable using them here. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep. You gotta admit, that's a cool plan, though. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, I very much approve. <laughs> uh, for, for reference, I have been hearing about, don't worry, I have the plan in italics. <laughs> For the past hour and a half <laughs> since it was revealed that we're in a mimic house i just don't worry i have the plan the plan. The plan uh all right so we go to chet so chet has no idea what's no, going on nobody chet, has any idea chet saw that Terajex lost some apples and lost his shit <laughs> over it. He is it. distraught about these apples. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. My makeup is running. You can, <laughs> you can and, make... And the, the apples are gone now. You can make right? an insight like check I, to try and, like, see through Terajex's deception, but he got, like, a 25, so... Good luck. Right, but the, the apples are gone. The apples right? have like sunk into sunk. the floor. Yeah. Okay, because Ched's reflex was probably going to be to scoop up the apple. <laughs> If they were that precious. Because <laughs> he would have believed it. He would have believed yeah, absolutely. Jugs. all in on this. Um, but they're gone. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're more immediate issues. But he also saw Ghost Leolin just sinking on the floor. We've never seen him jump to the ethereal plane before. So that's new, right? Well, it's like usually only never... part of his body instead of the full thing. Yeah. It's usually just so the part being stabbed. Yeah, he's been using it as a reaction to avoid... Seri serious damage so yes you've seen him do something similar but not to this extent where he's walking through walls or sinking through floors correct so i'm intrigued as to where he's going because we've got some issues right here is there a doorway anywhere nearby that i can i can go downstairs through uh there is, there is a um a door behind where the bar was earlier um that again has teeth and eyes um and when when it uh kind of swings on its hinges a little bit there does appear to be a staircase going down okay so it's the door is animated and actively moving about on its hinge yes Okay, so I could just, I could just fly through it. Uh, but, if you time it really well. But I might also incur attacks of opportunity from the door and the bar. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Leyland's doing uh, behind. You know, player knowledge, <laughs> character knowledge here. I have no idea why he just sunk into the floor. So I'm going to deal with the threat in front of me. That probably seems like the thing that Ched would do. So he's going to try to help Desmond extricate himself again, or at least part of himself again, and just run up to the floor and slam a couple of air elemental arms into it. Just go bam, bam. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, an 18 to hit and a 13 to hit. Very good. So 11, bludgeon, and... Ooh, 20, 20 bludgeon. Excellent. Um, let me roll my dice here. 
so uh, this time the the floor kind of clamps down harder on Desmond's legs. Um, oh no! As a reflex. <laughs> but you do damage. You do damage the 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 tavern mimic. Um, so the whole tavern is one mimic, like the floor, walls, and ceiling. That or... seems to be the case. That's okay. what I hope. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Well, I'm going to use the rest of my movement to, I guess... Actually, no, I'm just going to end my turn. Okay. Um, so that brings us around to the colony again. And the barkeep kind of lurches um, and comes to a halt the the stairs stop um, running together and down uh, to kind of put themselves into the bar. The furniture slows to a halt. Um, and the barkeep looks like it's kind of struggling a little bit with trying to um, raise a hand against Desmond. The plan... <laughs> and it says we we just want we just want to eat we have children Ooh. to feed think of the children <laughs> oh god oh no they're gonna have to they're gonna have to live in a, in a mimic orphanage <laughs> Desmond starts salivating <laughs> I've never had a magic orphan before. <laughs> an amorphan. An amorphous orphan. And, um... Yeah, they they come... We're, we're kind of rolling out of initiative as the mimics <clears throat> no longer seem capable of enacting violence upon your persons. I hop down off uh, Falrock's shoulder and I stride towards the nearest table and I say, Move aside for your baron! And they step aside. And I clap my hands together and I rub them and I say, excellent, excellent. Everybody relax. Leyland, I don't know where you went, but we've got this under control now. Leyland? I hear it. Um, no. Okay. So you are, you're down in the basement and um, you're, you're still, you know, looking at this pulsing... Um, large mass of of flesh. You are no longer ethereal. Did it speak to me and it said that as well, or no? No. Okay. But there's no more explosions happening upstairs. Yeah, it does seem, sound like things have quieted down um, upstairs. So either we're all dead or everything's cool. Yeah, those are the two options. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? really know? <laughs> <laughs> Would the DPS stop DPSing? I mean, really. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to do a roll, see what happens. That's how we play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. All right, Joe. Call it above 10 or below 10. <laughs> that he, Leyland, keeps attacking. Uh, We'll say below 10. 
It's a crit. So. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. We're not murdering yet. Tarjax's voice carries down through the planks. For some reason, Leyland like goes to like the when when Terra like let yeah when the sounds of carnage stop, it's more suspicious. You know what I, I imagine is that those apples just start dropping through the rest of the floor, <laughs> and they just start plunking all around him, and it's just like um. They they do, but they're like half digested. Ooh. Um, up above, I snap my fingers as a stool, and I point to the floor in front of me. <laughs> uh, a stool obediently <laughs> trots forward. I place a leg on top of it in like a like a Captain Morgan pose, and I straighten up, and my eyes are cold and imperious, and I have the countenance of a nobleman here as I. Um, I explain in my booming tones, amplifying my voice with the uh, projection capabilities provided to me by the wind, uh, explaining that uh, in uh, in your foolish actions of uh, you know claiming uh, uh, claiming food, stealing from the barons of the wandering tree that which was not yours to take, you have sealed your fate, and you find yourselves now as our subjects. <clears throat> And... Subjects is a strong word, but yeah. <laughs> Look, I've never done this before. I don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just gonna trust that they don't have a lawyer on staff either. <laughs> a mimic lawyer, though. Yeah. Pretty, um, pretty good idea. And I, um, I, I guess I demand to uh, a sort of a, a parlay or a clarification of terms for uh, this. This new arrangement that they have uh, so eagerly entered into by uh, stealing the forbidden fruit of a baron. What exactly are you asking for? So the, I guess the contract I want to lay out or the um, kind of like explanation here is my most critical goal, of course, is to get us out of this town without being devoured and, mm -hmm. you know, have all of our stuff. But... I'm kind of warming up to the idea of having a mimic companion. <laughs> uh, there, there are vassals now, so we have yeah. a uh, requirement. I'm to thinking get like, as well. I'm thinking like maybe um, in exchange for you know they, they can continue to be a recognized town under the auspices of the Wandering Tree with all the uh, privileges and responsibilities therein. Um, they are required to tithe to the barons a um a, a suitable squire or uh, attendant of experience that uh is to accompany us and provide a you know their their alternative and cherished viewpoint in matters of state and practicality <clears throat> yeah and in exchange of course they will be cared for and uh tended to as one of our own um you you will leave us in return for one of our children it doesn't have to be a child i mean but whichever <laughs> i assume the the older ones can still be you know portable uh you <laughs> look around at the inn that is that is flesh uh, 
probably not gonna fit on Teliferous very easily. <laughs> probably not, no. <laughs> I I make a a haughty and dismissive gesture and I say the the details of whom is bequeathed into our care is below the consideration of a baron. I only request that they are uh strong and willing, and if perhaps there is one among you that seeks adventure or uh, the far-off and forbidden horizons, then they shall find themselves flourishing under our care. Uh, and then I I turn with a sweep of my cape and I stride out of the tavern as though as though things are resolved. <laughs> so what happens? So yeah, the, um, the, the stipulations here is that they become a uh, basically a town under the auspices of the barony, and then they send a representative essentially to mm. accompany us on our adventures. And then, you know, in return, one, we let them keep doing their thing. I'm okay with them eating the occasional traveler. I, I don't know. I, down here in the Underdark, it's like a, it's like an eighty twenty percent chance that they're evil anyways. So. Um, it's pr it probably does the ecology some good. And, uh, you know, second of all, I guess if they, you know, if they are threatened or if they come under duress by some outside force, we are, um, you know, you're our people now, so we'll intervene. How would we know? They're pretty, <clears throat> uh, cut off from the world as we know it. Um, yes, they are. We will discuss they... the... Can they use sending stones? Uh, are they capable? <laughs> Maybe. The problem is we're on another plane, so I, I think mm. the Underdark is a separate dimension it from... Is, yeah. yeah, so communication may be somewhat difficult. I I asked them if they have any way to transmit messages between their uh, duly appointed representative that they will be sending with us back to the village as a whole. Like, I don't, I don't know if they have, like, a psionic communication network or anything but um now's a great time for us to learn a lot more about mimics if anybody else has questions um they oh uh, first and foremost i of course asked the mimic its name um i assume you are the leader of this village by what may i refer to you as We're my just... new and loyal subject just us they don't have right. names amongst themselves. Well, we're going to call you Trevor and Eugene and... <laughs> then as my first benevolent act as your baron, I, I shall create for you a name. I dub you Legion. <laughs> oh, God. And now that you've given them their name... They have a great deal more autonomy in this negotiation. <laughs> I've given them a name. Yeah, you, their liege lord, bequeathed <laughs> upon them an identity. Yeah. That's a show of good faith. It's more than a sock. <laughs> and, and that is a fitting gift. So. Because um... for all of the, like, this, this was the plan... Turjux Heiko feels a little skeevy about using, like, fey ensorcelment on a, another sapient creature. It's not, it's not his favorite method, so at the end of the day, his preferred relationship would be 
that of a loyal vassal to their liege rather than a commanded puppet to an overlord. So um, I think he's willing to give a little more leeway in this regard than would maybe be uh, safe or advised for other people. But still wants to see if we can, you know, come to an arrangement out of it. Also just fascinated by this whole thing. I, are you... You are you, and I point at another house, and uh -huh. I say, is that also you? Um, no. Are you many, or are you one? We are many. We are Excellent. legion. We are I want legion. Uh, <laughs> a mimic Liam in secret chest. I want to be able to summon a mimic at will. I just think having having like a little mimic friend around would be would be oh. neat. <laughs> TJM needs a sibling. Yep. No, oh. don't need each other. Yeah. Anyways, I um I am willing to spend like the rest of the morning hashing out specifics and details with uh Legion and whoever else wishes to accompany me and maybe maybe like double check my wording on a couple things cuz I'm not a lawyer. I can see it now. Terrorjex or uh, TJM stumbling around the room running in uh, a slightly playful terror as a little mimic chest hops around chasing him, trying to eat him. Mm -hmm. Yes, Very but cute. also consider TJM no. riding a magic shape-shifting no. skateboard. <laughs> we we teach a no. mimic how to become a skateboard. <laughs> Play nice. <laughs> different from like capturing an elemental or something and using it for well i mean yes it's we haven't enslaved it but i want this relationship to go two ways okay but you well, you've kind of forced it there, upon i know too. i i have forced I don't think that's a gonna ceasefire work. and now i want to reach out and ask them you know now that we are uh now that we are on uh, terms not as a predator and its prey, but as a baron and its subject, perhaps we can discuss the matters that might plague your town or uh, other issues that may be present here. And we've, you know, maybe as we're having this conversation, everybody has moved out of the building and... Yeah, why, uh, don't, you know... we just, why don't we just leave? <laughs> we don't take one of them with us because there's no way for us to enforce... The trade, if um, if you don't want to force the trade, you're saying you want it to be, you know, um, yeah. you, right. you don't want I to just be a contract get something out of this of adhesion, so to speak. Well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Des was going to try to convince Ched to make some food for the mimics. Oh yeah, you know, we could do that the too. Children. How and how <laughs> how do you suggest I make? food they for eat the anything. Don't you have... I'm like, not gonna summon things for you them to eat. don't have, like, eat. Goodberry or Create Food and Drink? I'd... Create Food and Drink is not a spell on the Druid spell list. Oh, that's a cleric um, thing, right? And okay, Goodberry... What are you down here? Goodberry is a first level spell that I did not prepare. <clears throat> Fair enough. Can I make it? Maybe? I ask them what they usually eat down here. Give me 20 minutes. <laughs> How often do you have to eat? It depends on the size of us. Oh, wait, no, I've got it. I've got it. Uh, For one such as yourself, then. 
What do you eat down here? Whatever we can catch. At the sixth level, I cast Create Food and Water, and I make them whatever the hell they want. Uh, okay. And I'm theatrical about it, and I say, As a boon for your loyalty to your new barons, I give you a feast! <laughs> Another gift. <laughs> you want drugger meat? Got your drugger meat. You want no, goblin kebabs? That our goblin mercy kebabs. is as resplendent as our vengeance. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love D&D. <laughs> not not a, a cool Joe game. Joe thought this was going to go. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm going to find a mimic to try and get some some additional information about the the scary room. Um, the room of, of song and melted flesh or melted bones. <gasps> yeah, good idea. Um, they say uh, the stones are hungry there. And how exactly do they eat? They, they lure and then they eat. They, they don't really understand the question. Physically, do they have appendages? Is there some kind of acid? Do they use teeth? They cannot so change we... like us. No. Mm. So how does a how does a stone eat? There's one bite at a time. <laughs> they just look at you blankly. Uh. What's a mimic's intelligence? <laughs> I imagine uh, it's not like it's, nothing. They just like well, they have a very specific skill set. They're sentient, right? So you you achieve sentience and intelligence of three. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, I just think it would be really cool to like teach a mimic about the world, you know? <laughs> I they I don't know that they have the capacity. It's all right. It... They just have to eat what we tell them to. Yeah. And then sometimes they have to turn into stuff for us so we can trick our enemies. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. I I think this uh, is... This, does, this doesn't wants to feel... Go this do... <laughs> I don't think they want to do anything we're telling them to do right now. <laughs> yeah, they, they want to just eat us, but... Too I don't bad. know. It, if people feel like... This is either more trouble than it's worth, or ethically uh, not up to our usual standards, which is uh, bursting into fortresses <laughs> and indiscriminately murdering uh, quinceañeras. Then um, I'm totally down to drop the uh, drop the vassal, like drop the. Uh, it's, it's really more like a diplomat role than anything. It it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I just you you were wanting it to be an evil an even you know deal yeah. here, and we're kind of we kind of have their arms behind their backs, and we just gave them a feast, which we just they're did. still they they're still pinned right like yeah. we're, we've we've slapped a a trough or we slapped like a little a, a bag of feed on their faces, but that doesn't mean that they're you know they're free to do what they want. They're they would rather eat. They're still chained, and we're telling them eat. So. Correct. They are not free to do what they want because what they want is to eat us. <laughs> no. Sometimes practicality wins out. 
Yeah, no, I I don't care what we what we do with them. Hey, Alabaster Ravenwood. Oh, I wouldn't, oh. clever. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Yeah, <clears throat> frame it that way. <clears throat> I I do ask them if uh, there are any threats to the village or uh, other issues nearby aside from the hungry crystal room that we should be aware of. The Underdark is full of terrors. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I say, looking at all the bite marks on my skin. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, they don't provide you with any, like, further okay. information. You get the no impression quests. that they don't know a whole lot about things outside this particular cave. Sure. Mm. Uh, they had promised us a meeting with a cartographer. Was that... Was that a bluff, or do you actually have maps? That was a bluff. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Cartographer is. And, and in like... my magnanimous mercy, I forgive you for deceiving us. And they say, <laughs> I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> yeah, they would have said just about anything to get you to spend the night. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, I... I... I offer them the contents of the feast freely given. I forbid them from eating uh, any of myself or my companions or our things. And and then I yawn and I'm like, guys, I gotta be real. I'm fucking beat. I did not sleep well. <laughs> we gotta trust them to let us uh, <laughs> let us sleep inside the, the inn. I kind of want to. <laughs> They are the inn. Yeah. I know. It's cozy. I don't mind. Like the the, the bit right before the acid and the biting, that was a very comfy bed. <laughs> it's true. So let's, let's all go back to sleep. Let's go let's all go back to sleep then. They're not gonna eat us, right? Well they can't. Could be. Uh I pulled Shed aside and I like I very quietly whisper him like, okay. So I've never done this before. I think there might be like a 0.001% chance that this wears off after they digest the apples. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how this works. So you can't be sure. <laughs> I think maybe let's take a take a short rest here and then kind of like feel it out and then maybe go back to sleep, but I don't want to, if we have to fight them again, I don't want to do it now when I'm, like, covered in bruises and beat to hell. We were, so, we were so close to a full night's rest, though. We were. Can we just go back to an earlier cavern and wall off? We could, like, yeah. I'll cast stone shape and just block off this side of the tunnel for the night. It? Ooh. Ooh, I'll just I'll cast Temple of the Gods. <laughs> ah, nice and can inconspicuous. You, can you lock yeah. that door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That only Desmond sure. can open it. That's right. Okay. Fine. Let's do that. <laughs> I cast a tasteful temple of the gods. <laughs> and what does that look like in this? It look. It looks like a gothic cathedral, but like miniaturized. Okay. Like a, to the size of a townhouse. It's like a haunted trails mini golf set piece. Exactly. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, several of the other like 
quote-unquote townsfolk approach it and like it looks like they're trying to converse with it oh cute <laughs> these guys are so fun i just i can't <laughs> help but be like i'm rooting for them even though they tried to kill us i'm like you go, girl. Yeah, there's no, there's no animosity there, right? <laughs> girl like, boss, gaslight, gatekeep. They gotta eat. Yeah, they, they gotta eat. Rallies. They got and rallies, we got, and we gotta not be eaten. They have many, have other stuff to do. many mouths to feed. Um, yeah. Hmm. Do you think we could teach mimics how to farm? No, <laughs> I imagine so. Oh, God. That would be a kind of a what fascinating do you think we're prospect. Doing? They're farming. Well, it's really more hunter gathering. Yeah, they're they're I, farming I in the same way that like a pitcher plant farms. Yeah, it's fishing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it'd be really cute to watch like a, a mimic farmer like chewing on a mushroom, be like, "Yep, it's harvest time coming in," and then he turns into a plow and starts plowing the field. <laughs> <laughs> Mimics are inherently adorable. He's got like a like a little snaggly fang tooth poking out of the plow. Uh. Alright, let's go to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I instruct Legion to uh, gently wake us if there are any uh, intrusions to the town or... Uh, important executive matters that need our attention otherwise uh we are not to be disturbed as we need our rest and i give a little good night kiss on the bar stool <laughs> <laughs> it is uncomfortably warm it's like kissing flypaper <laughs> a little bit um all right you you all return to your uh, your good night's sleep, and I think we'll right. stop. We'll stop the episode there. I confess I was not expecting things <laughs> to go this way, but I'm not upset about the it. The plan. No one ever expects the plan. <laughs> I gotta say, I think this was one of my greatest showings. <laughs> it was. It was yes. very good. Because <laughs> I fuck up a lot, but damn. Mm -hmm. You got the hitter when when you need to hit. <laughs> you gotta get some more apples freely given yeah i don't think joe's gonna give us any more though no probably not <laughs> no, no, every time that you mention an apple joe's gonna just be like nope <laughs> not those they apples. cast disintegrate on the apple and then on you <laughs> we'll get some limes next time it'll be fine <laughs> I'm gonna go up to uh, Anavalooks and be like, "Oh, why can't I hold all these lines? You're just gonna shoot me in the chest with a gun." <laughs> yep. <sighs> so, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master, for another thrilling D and D adventure. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail dot com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail dot com. Um. What else do I normally say here? If you uh, would like to leave a nice review for us or tell your friends or write in, we would truly appreciate it. Matthew, what are our socials? Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Chad Fleek, Tail playing Desmond. 
I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland. Waffle playing Baron Terajax Heiko of the Wandering Tree. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>